Welcome to the French Creek Lutheran Church Sermon and Brief Message Podcast. I'm Pastor Anna Sorensen, pastor at French Creek Lutheran Church in Ettrick, Wisconsin. We have entered into a virtual worship partnership with Living Hope Church, also in Ettrick. Today's sermon is brought to you by Pastor Carrie Jonas. I hope it blesses you as much as it blessed me. The first reading for this Sunday, the fourth Sunday after Pentecost, comes from Jeremiah chapter 28, beginning with the fifth verse. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words that you have prophesied and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. But listen now to this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. Here ends the first reading. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. There is clarity. There is an ease in looking at history in hindsight. When we examine the past, we are given the gift of time to research to analyze and sort it all out. So when we read the story of these two prophets of Jeremiah and Hananiah, we also have this gift. And we know how the story turns out. We know that Jeremiah the prophet is telling the hard truth. And Hananiah the prophet, well, He's telling the people what they want to hear. Two prophets, two men who are speaking for God, yet two very different messages. So let's go back uh, a few chapters because I want to retell this story of the dueling prophets. Jeremiah, chapters back, has been warning the people for a long time. Repent. Repent, he says. Never a popular message, thus it falls on deaf ears. So God tells Jeremiah to relay this message. God is about to bring God's people to their knees. At the same time Jeremiah is telling them this, 
Their enemies, he says, the Babylonians, are advancing toward Jerusalem, right where they are. And to resist the Babylonians, he tells them, is to resist God. In fact, to bring the point home, to bring the point that what is coming is really bad, it's heavy, God gives Jeremiah a visual to give the people. God instructs Jeremiah to wear a yoke around his neck, on his shoulders, something like an oxen would wear. Can you imagine being Jeremiah, a man with this kind of message from God? It would be like one of us interrupting the 4th of July parade to proclaim that America's greatest enemy people, they're approaching almost here. And God says, do not resist them. But then another prophet, a prophet of God, Hananiah, has this message. His message is salvation is on its way, people. The Lord is coming to help us just like he's always done in the past. You've got to have faith. The Lord will rescue us. In fact, he says, within two years, two years, we're going to see all the treasures that the Babylonians stole from us return to us. And all will be back to normal. Do not fear. You've got to have faith. Now I ask you, which message would you rather believe? Which prophet offers the easier pill to swallow? And so what Jeremiah does now is he says to Hananiah the prophet, you know, Amen, brother. I hope you're right, Hananiah. I hope everything you say comes true. Nothing would make me happier than to be dead wrong about everything I have said. The question here, though, is, what is the word of God for us today? Don't forget, says Jeremiah to Hananiah, there have been prophets of God before you and me, and not all of them prophesied glory and salvation. Some of those prophets foretold disaster and destruction. I mean, remember Elijah, Amos, Micah? You know, time will tell what the word of the Lord is and who is proclaiming it today and who will receive it faithfully. So, that's where the lectionary ends today, but not the story, because the story continues, and it's rather dramatic, because the next thing that Hananiah does is jump down from the stage and he goes to Jeremiah and he breaks in two the yoke that is around Jeremiah's neck. And he cries out, So shall the Lord break the yoke of Babylon from the neck of his people. 
and the crowd roars with approval. And Jeremiah goes on his way. He lost the duel of the prophets, at least for the moment. Now, many, many, many years later, we know which prophet was actually speaking the truth. We know there is no book in the Bible named after the prophet Hananiah, the guy with the message that was so much easier to hear. We know that the Babylonians had their thumb on the people of God, not for two years, but for over two generations. We know the Babylonians went on to destroy the Holy Temple, and they kept God's people captive for so long that many no longer remembered their homeland, even what it was like. And we know that Jeremiah's message, although so very difficult, so, so very hard to hear, was actually the truth. Even today, I believe there are prophets who speak God's truth. But how do we know what's true? How do we know what is God's message for us? Now, when I speak to you these days, mostly on the telephone, I hear this a lot. I don't know what to believe anymore. Whether it's about current events or the coronavirus or what our politicians are saying or doing, I hear, I don't know what the truth is. Who can I believe? And I imagine back in Hananiah and Jeremiah's day, the people in the crowd were probably uttering similar sentiments. Who do we believe here? Who do we trust? Who is speaking for God? And as humans are known to do, which message do you think was more palatable to them? Which message would they likely have wanted to believe? The tough, ugly one of Jeremiah? Or the softer, less offensive one of Hananiah? So, Who's speaking for God today? You know, I think none of us can say with certainty. Even Jeremiah couldn't say for sure. In our day, I believe we'll truly never know until we meet God face to face. Time will indeed tell. But here are some things to take away and ponder from this story. First, the message of the true prophets of God. Their message is often hard, at times disturbing, and even at times offensive. And just in, in Jeremiah's day, in our day too, there is false prophecy out there. Now, we have no idea what Hananiah's motivation was. Perhaps he was sincere and truly believed his message was from God, that 
the people would receive their bounty back in short order and all would return to normal. Or perhaps Hananiah was taking the lazy way out, pandering to the people, hoping to be popular, loved, revered by them. We simply don't know. But false prophets do exist today too. They, they trick us into believing false narratives, hoping we also will be lazy and not dig too deep into the facts and the truth available to us. And those false prophets also work on our fears to make us believe our lives are one of scarcity, that we're not getting our fair share. These are often the messages of false prophets. But I think true prophets have a quality, and that is humility. You know, and they should have humility if they're saying words like, thus saith the Lord. They should have humility because God's ways are not our ways. And God's view of what moving toward what should be in the grand scheme of things might not mesh with what we view works best for us, for me, myself, and I. Jeremiah was prepared to admit that he, after all, might be mistaken, that he might have misunderstood God's word, and that he might need to listen more closely to that word. But by contrast, Hananiah knew he was right, was sure he had the truth, and therefore felt entirely justified at shouting Jeremiah down and breaking that yoke off of his back. I think arrogant certitude is probably one of the surest marks of a false prophet. But there is one last thing. With God, there's always death before resurrection. With God, there's always death before resurrection. With Hananiah's message, yes, there would be some discomfort, but it would be short-lived until they would be gloriously back to normal and have all of their stuff back. But with Jeremiah's message, there was no doubt. This was going to be hard. This is not a short-term thing. And there would be at times a feeling for them, that God had left the building, that they were on their own. When we look into the texts of our Bibles, this is the way God works again and again, death before resurrection. And it's certainly how God worked through Jesus. God coming to us in human form, living a life that was always on the move, but moving toward the cross and death 
only to rise on the third day in victory over death in the grave. And all for the sake of others, all for us. With God, there is always death before resurrection. So what is true? We live in times when it is sometimes hard to know. But know that the prophets of the Bible often proclaim messages from God that were hard, really difficult, and sometimes sounded offensive. And when you listen, look for humility in the speaker, not someone stuck in the mud with certainty that they are right and unwilling to budge. And then also cling to this, that yes, with God, there's always death, but it always leads to new life. Amen.